Good morning. Today is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, the first day of Chol HaMoed Pesach. Each day of Chol HaMoed Pesach, we read from the Torah in Shul, and the Torah reading for each of the days of Chol HaMoed, the intermediate days, each of the readings introduces some new theme about Passover that we had not yet covered within the Torah. This morning's Torah reading introduces, for the first time, a new element that will be mentioned several more times later in the Torah. And the Pasuk goes as follows. The Torah says, we had it at the beginning of this morning's Torah reading, God tells Moshe to tell the Jewish people, Hayom atem yotzim aviv. Today, you went out of Egypt in the month of spring. And it shall be when the Lord your God brings you to the land of Israel, the land that God promised your forefathers, Eretz Zavas Chalav Udvash, a land flowing with milk and honey, you should continue to observe this observance in this month. You see the insistence on observing Pesach within this month, and here for the first time, it is identified as Chodesh Ha'aviv, the month of spring. The truth is, from the narrative of the Exodus itself, we don't know anything about the seasons of the year. We don't know on our own when these events happened within the cycle of the seasons. We know that the month that the Jewish people left out, left Egypt, is considered the first of the months, but we don't know what season it is. Until this Pasuk tells us, it was in fact in the spring. Rashi tells us the reason that God chose the spring as the month that we would leave Egypt is a sign of kindness for us. Because after all, you understand, leaving Egypt didn't mean checking into a hotel. It meant you were walking through the desert. And therefore, Hashem wanted to select the time it was neither too hot neither too cold at that part of the world. And therefore, it shows Hashem's kindness that Hashem took the Jewish people out of Egypt and they were traveling through the desert during a pleasant weather time of the year. Okay. But there are two more consequences of this phrase, Chodesh Ha'aviv, that are extremely, extremely important in two very different areas of Jewish life. The first is concerning our calendar. In the Parsha of Bo, when Moshe is told by God to command the Jewish people about the imminent exodus from Egypt, Moshe starts by saying, which in effect is a mitzvah God is telling the Jewish people, you are going to order your lives according to the lunar calendar. We do not follow the solar calendar. We follow the lunar calendar, the cycles of the moon. 
Now, if that was the end of the story, if that was the only Pasuk that determines our calendar, we would understand that we observe an exclusively lunar calendar. Since the lunar calendar, the cycles of the moon, of the moon are 11 days shorter than one cycle of the sun, the solar calendar, that would mean that if this year Pesach started on um, March 26th, next year Pesach would start on March 15th. And the year after that, March 4th. And it would mean that Pesach would travel all around the seasons. Sometimes Pesach would be in the spring, then in the winter, then in the fall, then in the summer, then in the spring. And by the way, the Muslim calendar does that. The Muslim calendar is a purely lunar cycle. And therefore, Islam's holidays rotate around the seasons. However, the Torah introduces with our Pesach, no, Pesach must always be in the spring. Well, how can you accomplish Pesach always in the spring? What you have to do is approximately every three years, you're going to have to add an extra month before Nisan. We call it Adar Sheni, second month of Adar, and that pushes it back. In former times, when the Beis Amikdash was standing, this was done every year determined by the Sanhedrin. The great Sanhedrin in Yerushalayim, the great court of 70 judges in Yerushalayim, they would make a determination whether this year there should be an extra month of Adar. And they would look at all sorts of factors. They would look at, is the rainy season still going on or is it tapering off? The winter crops, have they started to sprout or are they still not yet ready? The roads leading to Yerushalayim, are they still muddy from the rainy season or are they already passable? They would look at all of these signs to see whether this year Pesach was no longer in the springtime, but it had been pushed forward until it was still wintertime. And that would tell them, no, we have to add an extra month of Adar to push it back. Approximately, our calendar is set. Approximately once every three years, we have an extra month of Adar and that keeps Pesach within a range. So the earliest Pesach can ever occur is about the last few days of March and the latest that it can occur is towards the end of April and it will vary back and forth. This is what gives rise to the famous question asked by Jews all over the world every year. The high holidays this year, are they early or are they late? The high holidays are when they are every year. It's always Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Tishrei. What we mean, of course, is according to the solar calendar. Are they in early September as they will be this year? It will be very early September. That means that next year there will be an Adar Sheni, a second Adar. That's going to push everything back a month. That means Pesach next year will be in late April. That means that although this coming Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah will be early September, but the next one will be late September. So it can vary for about three weeks to a month or so. And that 
is our calendar. The Jewish calendar is determined by two verses, one that establishes the lunar calendar and the other in our Pusik that establishes that the lunar calendar has to be corrected by the solar calendar. So the holidays have to stay in their general season. That's number one. Number two, there is a deeper reason than just kindness or association that we keep the holidays in their proper season. And this comes from the book of Shir Hashiru, the book of the Torah, written by Shlomo Amela, King Solomon. We will read this in the shul this Shabbos, and even if you're not in shul, it's the right thing to study Shir Hashirim, Song of Songs. Shir Hashirim is a lyric, symbolic, metaphoric description of the relationship between God and the Jewish people and the relationship between the Jewish people and the land of Israel. And it's not all on the level of symbol. It also has meaning on its straight, simple meaning. And one of the things that we learn by studying Shir Hashirim is that the closeness of the relationship between God and the Jewish people can be demonstrated by the physical appearance of the land of Israel. When the land of Israel gives forth its fruits, and is fertile, and is producing, that is a sign of a closeness between God and the Jewish people, and between God and the land of Israel and the Jewish people. In fact, it also indicates the coming of the redemption. Because in Shir Hashirim we read, in describing what will it be like when the redemption is coming, Shir Hashirim, we read as follows. Hanitza nim The blossoms are visible in the land. Eis hazamir The time of singing has come. V'kol hatar nishma ba'artzenu. The sound of the turtle dove can be heard in our land. When those natural phenomenon are in evidence, and of course, they are most in evidence in the springtime. The springtime is what ends the period of silence of the birds and the disappearance of the blossoms. When that returns in the springtime, that is a sign of the approach of redemption. So that redemption, again, within the geography of the land of Israel, Redemption originally occurred when there was a flourishing in a literal sense of flowers and birds in the land of Israel. And every year we celebrate Pesach in the same season in order to have the same evocation that the natural rebirth of the world in Israel reflects the spiritual rebirth and relationship. And that harbors the coming of the Messianic era. It is very, very interesting. In the prayer that we say for the land of Israel, we say the phrase, Reishis 
the beginning of the flowering of the redemption. Redemption is described in terms of flowering, of flowers, of nature blooming, of birds singing. All of those things which are expressed in the springtime, they are harbingers of redemption. So our Torah tells us that Pesach did occur in the springtime because that is the time of redemption and it will occur again in the springtime. The springtime not only is a coincidence, but the springtime is the harbinger, the announcement of the coming of the Messianic era and the redemption of the Jewish people and the full redemption of the land of Israel. May it come soon this year and may this year's springtime in Israel be beautiful and joyful and musical. I wish you all a great day, happy Chol HaMoed, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.